Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 114. This broad, this is going to be an interesting day because we're all over the place today and that's okay. Uh, today's mood music is brought to you by Queen Space, which is Ari Lennox featuring Summer Walker. They have a brand new song. Please go check them out. It's kind of fly. It's got a good groove. And it reminds me of uh, Jill Scott. Yes. Mm. It's real like, mm, okay, come on mm-hmm. with that feminine energy. <laughs> and then today's sponsor, y'all, and she does not know this, is... <laughs> Candace Nicholson of Love CCK. She is a Dallas Fort Worth jewelry, custom jewelry designer. She will make bracelets, earrings, anklets, waist beads, whatever you need, she got for you. Please check her out at Love CCK on all social medias. And please, if you have something that you want, she will definitely be able to get it to you. We have several of her pieces. I can think of one off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad because usually I wear her bracelet. I know I was yeah. wearing mine the other day and I'm like, aw. I got your anklet on, but it, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to put my leg up because I'd, I'd flash the audience. Some people might like that, but it's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Man. So like we said, we're going to be all over the daggone place today. Mm-hmm. So if y'all got a fancy topic that y'all want us to talk about, Go ahead and throw it in the comments. But while you edit, like it and share it so people can jump <laughs> on in it. I know. We want this to be yes. a party. These are the ones that are supposed to be free flowing. Like, you know, y'all know how mm-hmm. these go. We don't have no ideas. We just out here just doing a thing, just being us. You know, this this is LaFanya, Rashonda, and Nichelle. These ain't Dr. Jones, Hines, Strickland, and Wall. These is just us. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I'm going to go ahead and pour our libations. Okay. Libations, Today libations. we are drinking Roscato. It is a sweet red. It okay. is from Italy. I almost said it in Spanish. We're speaking English right now. And it's, it's delicious. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to try this one. <laughs> okay. Hello, love life of an Asian guy. <laughs> Happy Wednesday to you too. Look, you know we love you. And miss you because we wanted to. <laughs> I know we wanted to have our libations with you in person. I know. It's all right. We can make a trip. I know. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> I'm hoping now that we have our, our little uh, poem drank in a darker, uh, with a darker liqueur, you'll be able to see our, um, our oh, logo yeah. a little bit better. I'm going to take a picture one day. Because last time you guys weren't <laughs> able to 
see it too good with the the golden. So y'all go ahead and pour y'all libations. Come on, have a couple of drinks, sips of drinks with us. (laughs) And I was going to try it again. Nope, still too far. Oh, oh well. He says, I'm drinking my coffee with you all in unison. (laughs) (laughs) Clink, clink, clink. I mean, it is five o'clock where you're at. (laughs) (laughs) So what's on the agenda today, ladies? So... This is going to probably be a little black woman heavy until we get to the, you know, Q&A at the end. Okay. uh, Interns kind of tell us uh, their thoughts or what they are interested in us talking about. So one of the things that I saw. You you like it? I I do. That's my job, y'all, to get him the beverages. Right. (laughs) I like. One of the interesting topics that have kind of been going hard has been um the situation with tabitha brown and uh who are they called food network girl give us the tea (laughs) (laughs) so tabitha brown is the lady that everybody loves she's ray of sunshine and all things vegan and Mm -hmm. she shared her journey with us about how much of a struggle you know, that that has been for her to Mm kind of heal her body Mm -hmm. through food. Mm -hmm. So finally, Food Network decided to get their life together, you know, and um, give her a little show. Yeah. But the problem was that Food Network wants her to change. Change how? Change how she delivers things. Change how she talks. Her eccentricness mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff oh, so they want her more. to uh they want her to put that creamy crack on her hair she want to shuck and job that's what they want to do because mm-hmm. i was thinking they want her to stop saying uh what is her like slogan like that yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah so and come on in the room come on in the room. <laughs> um yeah. and so she made a statement earlier uh last week just kind of talking about the fact that hey i'm not going to change who i am there, this is who I am. And if that is not what you want, then you're not for me. Good you for may her. say that it's not personal, but it's personal to me and it's business. Right. Mm-hmm. I see you better be out here. Well, you know, standing on integrity is we're not in Hollywood. So, you know, I'm going to put an asterisk and a disclaimer on that. But when we get there, hey, <laughs> if you don't like what you see now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but getting. Standing on integrity, I imagine in Hollywood is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. You know, it puts me in the mind of like, um, what's his name? Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how he turned down a l- sizable sum of money because he was not willing to compromise himself. Um, also, Jordan Peele, you know, he is unwilling yeah. to compromise himself in a lot of ways. Um I almost said Danny Glover, (laughs) (laughs) Donald Glover, (laughs) you know, he's unwilling to compromise himself in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways, you know, so it puts me in that headspace of when you stand on a certain set of morals and you want your brand to communicate a certain thing that you're unwilling to compromise at, which is a good thing because she's built her brand based on who she is. And And she is the brand, right? Like she built it. Now, granted, you know, her daughter did help her because she's like, how you how you work this right. This mm-hmm. social media. Right. But that is it. Like yeah. we love her for her being personable mm-hmm. and being 
genuine. Even when she got into that little tip, well, she didn't get into a tip. Let me rephrase that. When Wendy Williams mm-hmm. got into mm-hmm. a tip with her, yes. she was still just so she, loving and warm. She read her, but she was loving and warm. So I don't really know what the Food Network thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And us who are her avocados, that's what, we, we're, what she call us, her mm-hmm. avocados. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they thought we was not going to support her. Right, because we were rocking with her before you got on. Yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. So my thing is, I'm glad she stood for something. Yes. Right? So that she yes. didn't fall for what they were trying to yeah. make her well, fall she for. She would have likely lost her core audience. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point. The people that got you on. <laughs> yeah. Want and you then to stay if you, same. yeah, like if you start changing, then you're going to lose those people. You, you'll get another type of audience. Right. Mm. And the thing Being about on it is Food Network. <laughs> that part. <laughs> but you will lose the people that got you there. Yeah. 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 And the thing about it is we all know that there are some changes that have to make you have that you have to make, but your core and how you mm-hmm. present for the most part should not change. We should no. not be like, wait a minute, why you sound like what what is going on with this? Yeah. Well, think about somebody like Drake, right? Same formula mm-hmm. has worked for Ever. 15 years, 16 years at this point. Minus Degrassi. <laughs> minus Degrassi and probably minus this most recent album that he's released. Because I don't know what that was. That was trash. Yes. And I love him as an artist, I, not as too. a man. I don't. Me. I, look, I'm hood to my core, <laughs> right? But you like the Scorpio musings. I do. I think Drake appeals to a lot of women musically well, he's he has he lets yes. his feminine energy come out mm-hmm. occasionally yes but the point i was making is that he stuck sticks i told you he was gonna be all over the place today <laughs> that, that glass already getting to you for girl <laughs> i didn't have much of a lunch <laughs> i know right so excuse the you know tipsiness hey mom but he has stuck to a formula he knows what his audience yeah. wants and he delivers on what they like, yeah. which has continued to make him successful for a very long time. And I think it is those individuals that understand the people that they're speaking to. They know how to keep people entertained and they know how to keep themselves successful because mm-hmm. they know this has worked. And if I start deviating too far off one way or the other, then I'm going to lose I'm going to lose a portion of me and I'm going to lose a portion of the people that mm-hmm. love support me yeah. and support yeah. me. And yeah. the thing about it is I think food network one should be ashamed of themselves and they should have thought about mm-hmm. what, who her audience was. If you knew that she did not bring the audience that y'all appeal to, then don't invite her on. And they don't have a for real Southern charm person anymore since they had the debacle of racism. Mm. From PD, I ain't gonna say a name because mm-hmm. we don't give credit to people. Um, they I would have, say the Neelys too. The Neelys, yeah, the they Neelys, did. you know, they and um, Sonny like, Anderson, Sonny Anderson, but they've but also Cali. Yeah, and they all haven't been on in a long time no. as well either. And let's be honest, who out of our generation is really going hard for Food Network mm. since Iron Chef? Mm. Yeah. The original Iron Chef. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So well, it's been a long time. Let's let's not act like she not bringing a fresh lot mm-hmm. to the table. Yeah. Cause she is. So what they decided to do was they took her prime time slot, which was going to be Thursdays at 9 PM okay. and gave her Tuesdays at 1 PM. You think we won't watch her on, on lunch break? It's like, right. <laughs> let me go ahead and hit that on demand. We got a whole TV 
in yes. our conference room. You know, I think they forget that there's multiple ways for people to access entertainment nowadays. Right. We are no longer tied to the TV. You know, when we were all in college. You actually had to leave class, run and go home or to your dorm to be able to catch something. There was no such thing as even DVR at that point. Like it was literally <laughs> if you exactly. didn't get it, then you just missed it. Right. And you got to wait for the West Coast loop, you know, come on and mm-hmm. maybe watch it at midnight. But nowadays you get access to pretty much everything that you want at the finger at your fingertips any time of the day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i know as far as nielsen ratings are concerned you have within a certain amount of time for an on-demand show for it to still count towards their ratings Mm -hmm. you do so i think it's three days if i'm not mistaken um somebody like love life of an asian guy uh might know that. Check yeah. me on that if that's <laughs> if I'm yeah. wrong. And everybody in social media said social media has said, and we're not going to stream it because that's giving the money to mm-hmm. Discovery Plus. What we're going to do is turn our TVs on, our devices on at uh, 1 p.m., 12 p.m. So that's 12 p.m. for us who are in the Central Standard uh, Time Zone because. I have no problem with turning that on, putting it on mute and going about my business. And yeah. then I can watch it later on the rerun. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Yeah. So Tabitha Brown, if anybody know her, we still support you and we're going to support you yeah. in one way, shape or form. We going to support you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to comment on uh, Lag's comment. So okay. let me pull it back up. Yeah. Because okay. I think he said something that's very important. He did. Mm-hmm. And just b- while uh, Dr. Wall's pulling it up, So while she's pulling up, he said, we've seen this happen so many times to black and brown brands who get bought out by big corporations who want to whitewash their audience. They want they want to profit from Tabitha's face and personality, but they don't want the culture and the community that come up with her. Tisk, tisk, (laughs) tisk. Show you right. (laughs) Uh, But what I wanted to comment on, this is the thing that happened with Shea Moisture. Mm. I oh man! It, I ain't, oh. <laughs> yes. You know they and almost happened to Honeypot. Mm-hmm. You know this is probably the most recent one because um, I haven't bought their products in like two three months. You know I was an <laughs> Honeypot mm-hmm. purchaser. Yeah, so you know just thinking of two prominent black owned um, Carol's daughter is another one mm-hmm. that this has happened to, mm-hmm. um, where you are a prominent feature in the black community Mm -hmm. and again you are bought out by a white corporation oftentimes it's something like l'oreal estee lauder um revlon those kinds of companies Mm -hmm. uh and you don't even know that they've been bought out actually right that's what behooves Mm -mm, sorry i I can't say behooves sorry guy who say behooves That's what makes me upset. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're still continuing to support and purchase these products under the the guise that this is still a black owned mm-hmm. business or a brown owned business, and it's not. No, yeah. it's not at the all. The formulas change. The you right. know, everything, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Well, what the world?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not want to believe that about Honey Pot. I was mm-hmm. like, "You got to be kidding me!" And I think what people have to realize with that is. People are not going to necessarily care as much if you keep it the same. But and when has tell that, us. When has that ever happened? Keep they it the changes, same. Yep. We start having issues with our hair and our scalp. We start having issues. Honeypot is a feminine care line. We start having issues mm-hmm. in that area. Like, 
there's a reason why these products work. It's not just because they're black owned. We're, yes, we we joke about Issa Rae comment. I'm supporting everybody black. Mm-hmm. But if your product is a hot mess like the pink sauce, we're not going to support that. Because <laughs> you can't be shipping stuff in the hot sun. Can right. we segue into that? <laughs> that debacle. Oh my God. Hot mess. Hot, hot mess. mess. Literally. Let's talk about Explode. the tea. What's the tea, y'all? <laughs> so apparently, this lady was selling something called the pink sauce on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And people was out here buying it. And they said it was good. They said it was good. What I heard, it was like sweet ranch. That's kind of the the closest description that I heard someone describe it as. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, this was not food grade, you know, for selling. Mm-hmm. It didn't have no preservatives, which is good for like, I delivered it to right. you. But not you going to eat it like it today. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can't ship food right. across lines like that mm-hmm. for purchase. Right. Uh, and it didn't have any preservatives. It, the ingredients were not consistent. The colors of the sauce, even if it wasn't innocent, it was all over like, like a magenta color because it has dragon fruit in it. Mm. So mm-hmm. from that deep magenta mm-hmm. dragon fruit color to pale pink, like pink lotion color, pale pink. So y'all probably thought it was sweet and it actually wasn't sweet. It was probably girl. Stale. They were <laughs> getting it and it was exploded. Yeah. Wait, what? What happened? Like the bottle had expanded because there's no preservatives in this yeah. stuff. And it was a milk-based product, which, you know, oh, milk-based products no. do not hold well. My mouth water. When oh, they're yeah. not cold. I'm now sick. Um, so <laughs> then it turned into this whole thing where people were actually, uh, I think a couple people got sick. And she ended up getting on TikTok to kind of explain herself. And that was a whole sham of a she tried to redeem herself, but you can also see that she was being defensive because this is her product. You know, she was proud of it. And I mean, rightfully so people were also going in on her. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people were talking about the part that she didn't know what the FDA stood for. What? <laughs> so yes. Now this also goes, you know, if you're going to do business and I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, you know, Purple. Native American or you were alien from, you know, Jupiter. <laughs> if you're going to run a business, you need to you need to know all your rigs, especially if you're going to do a food based business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you literally any, any type of consumption in yes, mm-hmm. any type of consumption or any type of product that goes in or on the body because you literally could kill someone or on the scalp. Yeah, because you could kill Which someone. Consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people were going in on her, but it ended up becoming like a redemption arc. Yeah. So, cause it made her get her stuff together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a restaurant or a food distributor, I can't remember Oh, I'm going to be quoting this wrong, but a restaurant or a food distributor actually is now going to partner with her to create the sauce and make it safe for sale. That's good. So it actually ended up turning out to be a great thing for her. Mm-hmm. And I, I imagine a learning lesson. Yeah. 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 And I'm, the thing is, what people of color will always do is give you a moment to get it together we'll and give try you grace. it again. We're going to roast you in the meantime, but, we, <laughs> but we'll we give you grace. Yes. yes. But you better, the second time, you better get it right. Come back right. Can Thank we get you, one love sh- life of an Asian guy. We, yes. we appreciate it. We <laughs> appreciate the compliment. Can we get one set of pink for the sauce? Just one set. Mm. I think it's still going to fluctuate. 
Yeah. But then you put that on the bottle, right? <laughs> right. Because you know how they fluctuate. Right. Because then you know how they say, you know, items may separate, you know. Yeah. Shake it, well. Shake well. <laughs> so if we do one of those joints, then I probably, you know, be okay. You know, if you actually have actual ingredients on the back, you know, and percentages and all that, yes. you know. Yes. Now. Because no. people should be you able done. to recreate. You're it. not eating no sauce uh, that's pink. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's done made me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> Nauseous. I can't play with food. No, mm-hmm. especially when you start, even though that color is found in the wild, it's yeah. not a color that we see in sauce quite regularly. Right. So I can't stand for my stomach to hurt. Yeah, cool. I, Who out stop, here stop. other than people in the SM talking about, ooh, it hurt. Like, ain't no I, I cannot, I can't stand <laughs> for my stomach so to good. hurt. And I feel like if I eat this sauce, my stomach is going to hurt. And I'm just, I'm not going to. It probably is. I need See, the look, non-dairy You know, version. I need somebody else to buy it. Yes. Well, I'm not going to eat it anyway, but still. No, because, you know, I'll try it. I'll, mm-hmm. You need somebody to do it first. I don't even need to do it first. I just need somebody else to purchase it. That way, if I don't like it, I don't have to take it home. Oh. And I didn't use my money. Right. Oh, got you. Got you. Yeah, I understand. I, you can crack the, the bottle open and I'll try it. I'm not buying it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess I won't be trying none. Yeah, you see, she didn't look this way. She know, I'm not. this little bro to do it. Oh, yeah, he definitely not. He's like, I was going to say, he don't need to try. No. He don't, because he, he just like me. We don't like our no. stomach hurt. No, no, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Man, get your businesses together. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. Ugh. Mouth. okay so go ahead no no you're fine so the other topic that i wanted to bring up was a couple of weeks ago um psychology today Mm -hmm. released the article um it was by (sighs) greg matos side and it was talking about the rise of lonely single men and you know it it gave the key points i'll read them out Dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing in as relationship standards rise. Men represent approximately 62% of dating app users, lowering their chances for matches. Men need to address skills deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations. So with that, there came this huge um influx of people talking about this and of course therapists are going to chime in all that good stuff we've talked about it on our podcast about how there is a lot of deficits in many um traditional minded men and they are essentially men are becoming blackberries Mm-mm. and if they do not update and Ooh. upgrade they will become a dinosaur. Obsolete. Wow. So I think that's the essential, essential what was being said. And that didn't go over well. Mm-hmm. Because it is hard to take your stuff. If somebody come tell you something, your feelings are going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, it's going to be difficult. And like I was talking about earlier, us as people of color, we we don't tell stuff uh the softest uh, <laughs> it'd be like we talk ass get your life together you right. know what i mean we, be we don't real talk too. abrupt exactly <laughs> so if you want to hear more about that please check out you know our episodes on the alpha male check on our, our episodes about different relationships because we do go into depth about that but one therapist in particular her name is um shabrea rawls 
she had a or has a platform on TikTok called Unusually Brie, I believe is the title of it. And she on her site was talking about this particular article, but she was putting it in black people terms. Mm. She wasn't this is that this is that she was like y'all mnfers need to get it together mm-hmm. y'all have emotional deficits and it's not working yeah. so she's talking normal she's not talking in the capacity of a therapist she is not sharing any information which would be fi or fee however you want to say it because some people keep saying it's hipaa that's not hipaa people mm-hmm. Um, no yeah acronyms because <laughs> it's not that mm. and uh, uh, yes <laughs> so what ends up happening is another black woman gets that information and mm. writes an article about it and her name is Ashika Harrison okay in this article entitled Black America Responds to Therapist Who Scolds Black Men for Not Going to Therapy she First li- of all, I like her bright, her, twi- her Senegalese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's cute. Fire. She oh, cute. Yeah, she's but what she do ain't cute. Oh, what she did was she put this woman's full name, her place of business, oh, God. and doxed her. Mm. She got oh. death threats, and I think she posted her response to that article on a Monday. Her place of business got uh, fired her on a Friday. Wow. Ooh, that's horrible and she, to get fired on a Friday. And she treats trauma people. Which one? The the, the therapist. W- oh, I thought both of them were therapists. Mm-mm. One is a uh, journalist. Oh, so the so wait, say so to say that last Bree part again. So Bree did got what? fired. Uh-huh. By her business. Okay, so you're saying Bree is a therapist. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And so she no warning. Her her clients got no warning. Mm. So continuity of care is gone. I'm sorry. Now, this is not to y'all, to y'all, but I'm going to say it to y'all. I wish y'all would. (laughs) I wish y'all would. Because the way we about to fight in front of these people in this lobby out here. Well, I'm going to drag both of (laughs) y'all. Like, hold on. Let me take these therapist. All right. (laughs) If she's a trauma therapist, that's unhealthy anyway. Like, you are going to do the same thing that they come to therapy for? And how you fire somebody for telling people to go to therapy? All right. Like, I, I don't even. So what did the um, journalist say that made her get fired? It talks about how. I'm trying to get my words together because I, you know, <laughs> they essentially policed her speech mm. and how it was not given in the whitewash form. That it should have been delivered in. It wasn't genteel. But why did it need to be? It's on her page. It is. That's one. And if people understood black people that go to therapy and the research behind black people going to therapy, (laughs) which is why they find a black therapist to go to therapy with, they would understand that. That black people tend to (laughs) drop therapy prematurely if they are not with a like therapist Mm -hmm. yeah my my clients know i'm gonna meet you where you're at Mm -hmm. and if that means we about so you thought that's what you should do Mm -hmm. exactly that's what we doing my clients know i will verbally knock their head up against their own issues Mm -hmm. we're not doing that here this is not okay let me tell you about what you should do better 
mm-hmm. that don't work for everybody. That don't work for us. <laughs> so this puts me, this makes me think about a story. You know, I'm going to, of course, redact this heavily. Um, but, you know, I worked at a place many years ago. And um, one of the things that I did was group, I was a program director over the group. Um, and there was a young black male mm-hmm. um, in this group. And he was having a meltdown of sorts however it was caused by another individual in the group Mm. and something that they legitimately did to this young man okay um the three therapists that were trying to calm down this the black young man um were telling him just use your coping skills just use your coping skills just use your coping skills and finally he escalated to the point where they came and got me so i just simply came in and said so what's the problem (laughs) So they tell me what the problem is and it is extremely easy to solve. Like no need to even think about solving this problem. Mm -hmm. So I simply give the, the solution. I turned to the young man. I said, do you want X? He said, yes. I said, okay, I'll be right back. (laughs) I went to the store, got X because the thing that happened legitimately happened to him. Not the street drug. No, I'm oh, yeah, saying no. X as an example. <laughs> Let's say Y. As a placeholder. Let's say Y. Okay. <laughs> I went and got a thing. <laughs> uh, came back and he was calm. Yeah. Somebody, what they did was they pathologized this young man. And that's partially because, unfortunately, there are you know, white therapists that do not understand how to deal with, communicate with, reason with um, black individuals. They In don't particular, understand black males. external expression. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> we have been inundated with like the colonized perspective of everything. Like if it is not nice, if it is not polite if it is not fitting in these very small boxes of social norms then it's not acceptable mm-hmm. yeah you have to think every one of us have our own culture mm-hmm. and it's going to be some similarities there's going to be some differences and it is our job to be able to emotionally relate as people not even as therapists as people to the folks around us mm-hmm. so if you can't use your common sense if you can't use your uh conflict resolution why are you in the position of being a therapist yeah right. that's a problem for me because the thing about it is you should have learned more than one way to deal with a situation yes and deal with different cultures you can't deal with all cultures the same way even no. even with us yes the majority of our clientele is African-American. However, the percentage of others that we have, we still have to work with them based on what they, how we need to work with them. Yes, off of them. Right. And I think this is what makes her situation so unfortunate Mm -hmm. because she was speaking to people that she knows how to speak to. Mm -hmm. And it was, like you said, it was policed heavily. And to the point of this woman losing her job. Yeah. That is so unfortunate. Like, <sighs> it's her page. It's her page. What hurt my heart, and this always hurts my heart, is to see other black and brown people annihilating her. 
Mm-hmm. Especially when I get, okay, maybe she's not your cup of tea. Why are you on her page? Like yeah. I scroll past or block or whatever people right. that I don't want to experience. No one asked me for my expertise on their page. Right. I can comment something if I have something to add. The problem is a lot of y'all think y'all got something to add and you're stupid. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that's a little harsh for Dr. Wall. Look, Nisha, because it's Nisha today. <laughs> so but, don't even write no article. Like they were <laughs> right. We we own the company that she right, works so for. So she not losing and we, her job. This message has been approved. Okay. <laughs> and this is Recycle Podcast. So it's three owners in this one. Right. We ain't going nowhere. Right. But I say all that to say this. When I'm going on under her comments, because I followed her um right before all of this happened. Um, because I liked her style because mm-hmm. she like herself she goofy she like yeah she be twerking while she talking like I like that she just on her page doing her yeah. but the men on there were talking about how they were going essay her mm. talking about how they wish uh that somebody would unalive her like what? I'm like sir y'all going tell so far me you don't go to therapy without telling me you don't go to therapy yeah. you are the people that tell she's me, talking to. Tell me you need to go to therapy. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And then the women were like, oh, she just, she trying to get attention. Mm. Yeah, that's what she chose. Honestly, this was one of the things, you know, we've been working with, um, you know, lag on developing mm-hmm. our brand and, and, and building. Yeah. This has consistently been one of my biggest concerns. Yeah. Being on, doing a podcast mm-hmm. is when you have a license and you have certain rules you've got to operate within, your behavior is extended beyond just the hours that you work. Yeah. Right. So you are monitored even in your private life. Yeah. So the things that you say have impact on your career mm-hmm. and your livelihood, even during your personal time, which I think in some ways is unfair. You know, if you're, I understand if you're, you know, using hate speech or you're you're inciting violence against other people, you know, things like that mm-hmm. completely makes sense. But if I'm just giving an opinion that you dislike, I don't think that that should be licensed enough for you to end somebody's career. Yeah. You know, I don't understand why the journalist felt like she needed to. If she wanted to write an article on it, that's fine. Cool. But why did you feel like you need to police how she said what she said or, or even put her job job in the article and you know part. typically when you do have um articles related to your profession they do put your place of business in there um but, but it was he, bad publicity but she never interviewed this girl mm. not once she just literally took information mm. off the video and y'all it's literally in the first paragraph it's not even at the end Mm. Like she is like going and listing her information within like two to three sentences. Wow. That's scary. I mean, it's scary. It, it is so difficult to one, be able to put out real information mm-hmm. in a way that is digestible to the people that you're trying to talk to. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. all three of us, we could get on here and use all the therapist jargon and all of the big words. <laughs> I hate to say big words, but all of the very specific, you know, kind of psycho babble that people talk about. We can come on here and use all of the DSM diagnosis codes and all that stuff. But people are not going to resonate with that. They're not going to understand what in the world you're talking about. And you're going to not be relatable. 
So you have to speak in a way that makes sense to the people that you're trying to reach your target audience. Right. Exactly. And if I can't do that, then what is the whole point of having a platform to begin with? Right. Because our audience is not other professional uh, mental health professionals. It, no. Now, some of them may be on here, but that's not our target audience. Right. Our target audience is layman's people. Yes. That's such a shame. Yeah. It's so sad. Uh, Mama Tara, Mama Wall says the problem I have with that situation is her clients being left out to dry. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. Especially if she's a trauma therapist. So yeah. now you've just inflicted another trauma on these individuals and yeah. abandonment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trauma comes in all shapes, sizes and forms. It's not always just what's listed in the DSM no. criteria. Mm-hmm. Um, but you traumatize these these individuals um, and potentially created, a, a, you know, a sense of abandonment, yeah. which honestly is unethical because you're supposed yep. to give your clients at least a 30 day notice of your um, departure from your place of employment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot. Of, and that's why I brought up earlier. A lot of people saying, well, she violated HIPAA. I said, how? First of all, it's it's not like a hippo. <laughs> it's not it's not two P's in it. That's the first thing. So you don't even know that it's an acronym. That's the first thing, because it was like capital H-I-P-P-A. Mm. I said, that's not how you spell it. No. Um, And she didn't. We are allowed to, in general, discuss topics that are being brought up in our therapy sessions. Y'all have heard it on our podcast. We don't give any identifying information Mm -hmm. whatsoever. In fact, I've had some clients who listen to our um, show who are also interns and they'd be like, were you talking about me? And I'm like, nah, I wasn't talking about you. It's a, it's a very normal, uh, topic mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. up. And a lot of times we combine people. Right. Yes. Please know. Sometimes if we're given an example, uh, and we say, I was spoke- speaking to somebody or I had this client that, mm-hmm. This could be somebody that we saw as a student mm-hmm. 10 years ago. <laughs> yes. It could be somebody potentially 20. that you saw five minutes before we started recording. Yeah. There's no way, or it could be something that I heard from another therapist about somebody yeah. and not even someone that I have ever even seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevie Hicks brings up a good point. He dangerous says, point. Yeah. Also, when you dock somebody, your home address is put out there and sometimes your relative's home address. So this, you know, had potential. It's it's not a good situation. Now, this has a, it had a great outcome, although she she going to have to go to her own therapist, which she does have one because she literally explained this in one of her um post after all of this happened you know talking about how she had to heal from a narcissistic abuse relationship Mm -hmm. and that's why she started her tiktok and all of that and she that's when she went into detail about the clients that she sees but like she's distraught you know what 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 are my clients supposed to do how do i help them because i can't because I don't have anything together. That's her income. That's everything. But the good thing is. And now I can't even reach out to them Mm -hmm. at all. Once I'm the once you're fired, that would be a HIPAA violation. Yeah, people. Exactly. (laughs) Good thing is, though, sis is starting her own practice. Go, girl. And the the notoriety she has off of this. Oh, her her book's going to be full quickly. Hopefully her people will be able to get on there quickly. Yeah. But. Good for you. Good for her. Good for you, Brie. Yeah. Silver lining for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sad. Like I I feel upset 
angry. And it gets me to thinking like, it's like, as a woman, as a black woman, it's like, it, I don't feel like it should be this hard to just be. Mm -hmm. And I know other people feel the same way, but I'm talking about my experience in my body. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like it should be this difficult. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I, I feel like it shouldn't be this difficult to just accept yourself and present yourself to the world mm -hmm. and stop code switching. I have had to talk to so many yeah. people about code switching and being afraid to not. And I was like, well, who are you? OK, so the person that you present to the world is that person so bad. Mm -hmm. So why do you think you have to code switch in order for you to fit into whatever environment? Yeah. So you're trying to tell me that the person you are is a bad person, mm. is a you disrespectful, you're unworthy, you're not intelligent. Like, is that what you're telling me? You don't know how to speak eloquently. You don't know how to speak at all. You know, like, what is that what you're telling me? Because yeah. mm -hmm. us being us should not cause us to have to code switch to fit into anything. Mm -hmm. Just me being, if you can't handle the way we have a dialogue, then we don't need to be communicating anyway, mm -hmm. because I'm going to be me. And you're going to have to adjust based off environment. The way you act in church is not going to be the same way that you act at your job, right. which no. is not going to be the same way that you act with your friends mm -hmm. or parents or parents. There's nothing inherently wrong with code switching. Now, if you're doing it on under some other, you know, issues or some other reasons because there's some self-hate involved mm -hmm. that's completely different but the expectation of your behavior when you go into the grocery store yeah no one's going to want to see you running up and down the aisles wilding out in the grocery store no you're expected to go in grab your things mm -hmm. get in line pay for your items walk out the same thing when you go in church you're expected to go in sit participate in the, ser the services go home at work mm -hmm. come in yeah. do your job you know there's certain but see i don't even see that as being cold it's cold switching i just see that as you being you like multifaceted you, yeah that's what i'm saying oh i thought you, you know, said that you you think i thought you said that was cold switching okay that's i mean the healthy that's version. the healthy version gotcha. of code okay. switching because you're you, you do have to adjust your behavior based off where you are so then when you get with your friends you may be a little bit louder you may use different lingo uh you know you may use different uh, body mannerisms, but the core value of who you are is still the same, mm -hmm. but your behavior is adjusted based off the behavior, based off situation. the situation and the place that you're at. Yeah. Girl. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I feel like these two topics are very similar. Mm -hmm. You know, the Tabitha Brown situation, her mm -hmm. having to change who she is yeah. and conform to an organization or industry. And Essentially the same thing with Brie or Sabria uh, Rawls, uh, but also the additional element of not even being accepted by your community. Now, it's not the community at large. I'm not saying that because the majority of us support her. Mm -hmm. There's been many black therapists, uh, other uh, people of color, as well as, you know, white accomplices because we don't do allies here. Accomplices that have stood up for her, been present for her. Um, but it's just sad to see. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's sad that this is even a topic that we are discussing yes. right now in 2022. Right. For her and Tabitha Brown. Yeah. Yes. I would yeah. agree with both of those things. Mm -hmm. So what y'all, some, we don't, we've seen some of y'all's um, comments. Anybody else got anything to say about either of those uh, topics? <laughs> they like, y'all said it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, like, share, and comment. Agree. 
like, share, and comment. Yeah, I, I agree. In our beginnings of this podcast, you know, that was a major thing that Dr. Strickland brought up many times. And I was like, we just going to have to be us. We can ease us on people, but we just going to have to be us because I personally, I can't walk around not being me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it took a long time for me to be okay with myself and I'm not going to be able to go back. You know, <laughs> Stevie, well, I, <laughs> Stevie talk about Tabby to cuss one time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. Give the good soft cussing. Right. Because you, because I feel like Tabitha Brown can cuss you out and you don't even know you cussed out. Because that's Seriously. what she did with Wendy Williams. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would agree with that. You'd mm. be like, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Did you just get me? Did you just gather me? <laughs> I feel good about it, though. Right. <laughs> I so was annoyed. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused on how to feel about this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Hmm. That's okay. so sad though. It is. But speaking of uh softness, Dr. Jones had brought up something that has recently been online with people soft quitting. Oh. And I had <laughs> I had seen this a couple of times on, on TikTok, but I hadn't paid any like real mm-hmm. attention to what it was. Mm-hmm. So like what is it actually? Only thing I know is that it is when you go to work and you do your job, but you don't go overboard, you don't stay overtime, you just you work your you nine to, to five. Back. And yeah, you pull back, you don't do no extra, nothing. Mm. It's like that you just do your job. And so it's okay. it's like you're, um, it's you just do your job. But see, okay. what I guess what my concern with that is is a lot of people did the overboard stuff to move up in the company. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, especially if you have a early millennial or a baby boomer who owns the company, you're not going to go anywhere in the company because yes, they may adjust to what is going on in in society but work is work and if you can't show me that you're able to handle a um a promoted position Mm -hmm. then i'm not gonna promote you yeah if you're just doing the bare minimum like then that's what you need to stay because that's what you're good at i don't know that you're good at anything else yeah i feel like this is a hard this is a hard line to toe right Mm -hmm. because I definitely understand what you're saying, you know, work for the job you want, not necessarily the job you have. But if you work for the job you want, a lot of times that means you'll be working a lot or you may be working extra. Yeah, I feel like this is definitely a hard place to be Mm -hmm. Um, because you want people to have a work life balance. Mm -hmm. You want people to you know, not invest their whole all into a company. Um, but you still want somebody that is a go-getter and a pusher and, you know, an innovator and things like that. Mm-hmm. But those two things don't always align with one another. No. Right. And I think a lot with this situation is knowing your boundaries mm-hmm. because um, a lot of times when people are doing these soft quittings, it's because they have overcompensated either they felt like imposter syndrome going on or they sick and tired of the people they working for. Cause I, I can honestly say I have saw quit a job before mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. nameless job that we talked about. And is it just a job? Like I literally, I put in my resignation like I was supposed to 
and um, someone who I was close to on the job was like, hey, can you please stay? We don't have anybody. I was like, yeah, I can stay. But the thing is, I never rescinded my resignation. Mm. It was still there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think I ended up staying like four or five more months past that um, before I came to work at Balance Beacon. But what I ended up doing because it progressively got worse. And, you know, in that episode, that session, we talked about all, not all, but the unethical things that were going on, the stress and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, What I started doing was, oh, I'm just a clinician. Mm -hmm. I'm here for my clients. That is it. No, I'm not fit to go work no group. Are you going to pay me for the group I'm going to work? Are you going to pay me for these degrees I got? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. I'm not doing that. And so I I can definitely see that being a thing if you're on your way out the door anyway. Mm -hmm. And or if you, like you said, it's it's been unhealthy in that Mm -hmm. environment. And so you don't really want to be promoted in that Mm -hmm. position or in that company anyway. But if this is a company where you're trying to be promoted, like you won't stand out. Like, no. cause everybody is just doing their job. But if they're yeah. self quitting, mm. they're not trying to promote anyway. Right. They're That's leaving. Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm. That's an interesting idea. I would have never, how these young people come up with this stuff? Well, That's a great resignation. So I think uh, this is just part yeah. of that. Like people are sick mm-hmm. of it all. Yeah. Like yeah. all of it. America <laughs> need to get it together because people are tired. Yeah. And the fact that, this pandemic has showed us how other people live, how other companies treat uh, their employees, benefits, health systems, like all that kind of Shoot, stuff. How the government just treat us like the USA. We got what, two, three stimulus checks? Four, I think. Who got? I ain't get four. Well, I ain't, four. I ain't saying we got them, but they were issued. Okay. Four were issued. Oh, but okay. other places got one every month. Yeah. For a year or two. Right. And I'm not saying this is, well, America is saying this is all about money, but I'm not saying this is all about money. Right. Uh, America is not winning anything. And they did not pay us. Well, yes, but I'm saying America (laughs) is not winning anything. Right. You know, we are one of the lowest countries in everything. Our state is like 51 in literacy. (laughs) I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? Our focus in the United States is not on education, obviously. No. No. Our focus is on them staying rich. That's yeah. what they focused on. Yeah, we're we're low on the totem pole for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We're like 48th in like social services. <laughs> Anytime I tell somebody at MHMR, I'm always like, and they say, oh, yeah, we moved here from. And I'm like, you did? So why? Why? Why'd you move to Texas? And they're <laughs> like, what do you mean? Why, why? I say, yeah, all that so, stuff yeah, that you had yeah. in Oregon that you're not going to get none of that here. Right. Texas has more prisons than it has schools. That's sad. Lock them and load them. Yeah. And uh, they educate them in, in jail in prison. No? They educate themselves. No, 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 no. They got some they got some educational uh systems. The library. <laughs> you see my eyes rolling. <laughs> you were like, girl, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I got. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I I do think that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why the great resignation is happening is like people, number one, have got gotten a taste of working from home and they realize yeah. how much healthier home environment is in general because you know some some people do want to come back because they they tired of being around their family all the time you know we got to have a balance or whatever mm-hmm. but, or they have that separation yeah or the separation but I think people have realized I actually do have way more power and I haven't been utilizing it 
Mm-hmm. You know, and creativity. And, and sometimes creativity. when you're working at a job, you can't always explore all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. We're in a weird hiring, quitting, employment, wage time in yeah. the U.S. And because we're in a recession, mm-hmm. we are in a very weird space. Stuff is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's going to be interesting up. to see it, the bounce back if there is. But it's going to be interesting to see the bounce back. Man, if you're not in the stock game, you need to get in now. Yeah. Or get out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, buy low. <laughs> buy low because it's always going to bounce back. Always. Mm-hmm. Buy low. That's right here and be a millionaire, billionaire, messing around, getting something like Google on the opening floor. (laughs) But most people can't can't do no stocks because they trying to buy food. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Something that was low. I said if. (laughs) I'm not telling people to do it. I said if. Uh, Thiesman says, I agree 100%, but I've seen so many people pass me in the running to America's not next top employee (laughs) by being lazy and giving a 45% effort. Noted. I've joined that uh, movement too. It's hard not to get it together, but it's hard not to because (laughs) it's like, well, shoot, why do I need to put forth all this effort to try and get a job if I'm still going to get passed over by somebody who's not even given half of what I'm doing? Because nepotism is a real thing. That is. It is. It is. Me as a zenial Gen X and millennial, a zennial in between. Uh, I don't have it in me not to move in an excellent way. So even me uh, tearing, titrating myself down to just being a clinician, I still was doing way too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I look at that and I'm like, that work yourself to death thing is a very hard thing to break. And I think each new level that you get to, you have to re- um, establish those boundaries and yes. what's healthy and you know that's something that we talk about behind closed doors uh you know what is our capacity where are we at mentally because it is very difficult for us to be running roughly five businesses between the three of us yeah you know so we have to balance you know Absolutely. we have goals and we have things that we want to do and we you know we want to be i want to be able to put all my bills on auto you know, I won't be able to do that and not be like, oh, wait a minute. Take it off. You know, <laughs> you know, that's real. But that three day window. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And not have to call nobody or do anything. You know, I look at it. I think I told uh, my bestie uh, Trish this or it might have been my mom. I can't remember. I shouldn't be a doctor still struggling. Like shout out. Shout out to uh, Bath and Body Works. You know, I'm I'm about to go do my seasonal work. You know, like I do. <laughs> <laughs> like about to get some candles like, in here. Like I don't play. Like I'm somebody who will always work. I'm not gonna let myself get to a place where my mm-hmm. ego is coming. Oh, I can't go work at Bath and Body Works, or I can't go flip a burger. Do I got bills? Mm-hmm. Am I a single woman that I have to depend on myself right now? Yes, I have you know support and stuff like that, but like I'm still an adult, right? So I'm gonna go get it, whatever that means. So I think people other generations are struggling with that notion i saw somebody on on the clock at 
app talk about buying a home and well, why would you ever rent and rent is that high? Why not just buy? And he said, well, my grandparents bought a home. I think he might have said in the 40s, 50s, something like that. And it might have been, you know, cheap. And a hundred and eight dollars was the monthly payment. Mm. The same house would now be about four thousand dollars a month. Jeez. Make that make sense. Yeah. And I oh, get yeah. that things There's are gonna so rise, like that. mm-hmm. but that's not the cost of things has not risen well, has risen more than our ability to, to get money yeah. and to sustain it. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's one of the things uh that they were talking about with the when the stimulus checks and the rent stuff and they started uh uh canceling, you know, them being able to get rent exemptions and stuff like that. They were saying like how are people supposed to pay their rent if they only make fifteen hundred dollars a month and your rent is two thousand dollars a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that is exactly the heart that's the point of all of this mm-hmm. you know i was talking with a, a client the other day and she was saying she got a substantial raise and she was like but i'm still struggling she was like and i got a substantial raise but she said as i made more everything around me Started simultaneously <laughs> came up with me yeah so now i'm still in the exact same position i was in mm-hmm. even though i make a substantial amount more than what i used to make yeah and that's that's why i was telling my uh parents one time when i was talking to them about you know how they was talking about you know people still trying to stay they're trying to stay on the uh uh di- not disability sorry. unemployment unemployment because they make more on yes. unemployment. And I was like, well, the thing about it is if they would have been increasing people's income as they were increasing the economy, then we wouldn't be in this situation. Y'all wouldn't be scrambling talking about, oh, $15 is too much. No, y'all would have already been at $14 by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yes, Or more. I, I think yes. back to my first job because my mom, uh, when we went to school, my mom didn't allow us to work. She was like, y'all need to get these grades. Because y'all are going to have to go to school on y'all own. Like, mm-hmm. that's not something that I can help because we are, we don't come from money like mm-hmm. that. You know, yeah. everybody in my family worked a butt off, whether, you know, they had to go to the military, whether they took jobs that maybe um, you wouldn't think that they would take, but they worked a butt off. So that's the same mentality we had. When I started my first job, I'm not going to say what it was. I don't want to put nobody on blast. Our girls making five dollars and 15 cents an hour. What is that? Girl, I was making what is $4 that? and 35 cents. Thank you. For my first job. And we're the same age, y'all. So $4. You got to think. <laughs> so with $5 and 15 cents, I'm going to a private school, mm-hmm. a private college. Oh, when I was I in had, college, I was making $6 and 15 cents. Y'all I have five jobs. Five jobs took 21 hours every semester and summer. So you work ethic ain't a problem if you could zoom in on my face my gosh (laughs) so i ain't take no 21 hours but i I did have two jobs though i was like this is expensive Mm -hmm. now i got pretty much i got pretty much a full ride so i wasn't worried about that but i was like i need to be able to take care of myself Mm -hmm. i i was very avid that i did not want my mom or my grandfather supporting me in that way and i know they would right as soon as i turned 18 i turned 18 before i graduate it's like I want I want my phone bill. <laughs> I want my phone bill right now. <sighs> Not me. I was like, Daddy, you can keep paying it. No, baby. <laughs> See, 
for me, it's Shout a bit out different. To Danny Strickland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's a bit different Appreciate because you, <laughs> I grew up in a multifamily home. So I have my grandparents uh, who, like I said, they were working their butts off. You know, my grandfather, military, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I see my mom working her butt off and pretty much has been an entrepreneur my whole life, as well as I've been an entrepreneur since I was 10. So mm-hmm. my mentality is I got this. Cause I, I was the candy lady of the neighborhood up until I graduated anyway. So I was literally for real paying my, my bill. Mm-hmm. But when I got into school is different because now I'm having to work for somebody else and somebody else ain't paying me the way I pay me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what became the difficult thing. Cause I was out there, I was selling, not, not <laughs> illegal substances. <laughs> I was selling the candies and, <laughs> and the pickles and stuff. These were said, ain't no shame in pushing cucumbers. <laughs> it sure ain't. Y'all look, better come see me. Ain't no you shame. ain't get no discounts look, or nothing, but y'all better come see me. I think we all me. been there, though. Mm-hmm. I worked at Target for uh, a hot little second because I was like, look, we, we had to get some things settled, you know, back yes. when we was first, you know, in the early stages of the office. I was like, look. Worked a full time job, came to the office, and was working at Target Most on the weekends. Like, Uber Live, Uber Live, JC Penny. We were working at uh, Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I was working at Bath and Body Works. She was working at JC Penny. You were at Target. Target. And y'all we were driving Uber and Lyft. Uber and Lyft. And I still got multiple jobs right now because I'm also LPC supervisor. <laughs> I don't play. I don't like I to move light on the side. On okay. Yes. So like you still gotta You still gotta yeah. you gotta make things happen because they yeah. obviously you already see we're not gonna get no assistance in America. No, no, no. <sighs> the struggle is real. America. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bouquets in there. So we do want to open the floor. Uh, if anyone does have questions, y'all can feel free to start um, listing those questions, or if there's a topic or whatever that uh, y'all are interested in, go ahead and start that while we still ramble about <laughs> random things. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. I think the thing that surprised me about getting to this point in my career, you know, speaking about mental health specifically, mm-hmm. the thing that they didn't tell you when you were in college, you know, they painted this picture that you're going to get out of school mm-hmm. and you're going to be, you're going to be rolling in the dough, you know, that, you know, you're going to be out here making seven figures, you know, out of school. And it <laughs> is not like that, you know, as At an all. intern, ethically, as an actual like intern, you know, not a intern after graduation, pre-graduation intern. 18,000. <laughs> That's what we was making as interns. 18,000. Which after taxes is roughly $5,683. Because I remember. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> making nothing. Nothing. Now, about I that appreciate that opportunity. And if the people yes, that served as my internship site ever see this uh, live, I loved my internship. Yeah, and that's and no shame. Yeah, at so all. this has nothing to do with that in itself. It's just the system that has been set up for mental health. It is what's preached to you and what the reality is are two totally different things. Yeah, because in order to make a decent amount of money in this field, we have to have multiple streams of income. Yeah. We, like 
You can't just be a therapist. One, because if you're insurance based, they don't pay you <laughs> nothing. No. No. And when we say multiple streams of income, we mean multiple streams that you are working. We don't right. mean like the seven streams. Right. That's it's very difficult to do that when you are in an industry that you don't have enough time to do anything else. It's a because we work in a person centered in industry. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a one to one activity. Yeah. Now, you can, of course, do a speaking engagements, write books, mm-hmm. do classes yes. and things like that, which we do. But mm-hmm. it is still based off you. We are still the service. <laughs> And my service is tied. Okay. okay. Yes. You know, I think. And it's just not, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's just not enough time in the day. No. Like, in order for us to do all of these, that means something is going to go lacking. So mm-hmm. if we have a speaking engagement, that means we won't be able to see our clients for the day because we're going to gonna speak. But then the thing about that is people want to want to ask us to speak for free. No, I'm losing money. Yeah. There are some situations where we definitely will speak for free, but it has to be a good trade off of publicity. And I'm not doing that no more. But you get what I'm saying. We've had had some major ones where we've gotten a influx Mm -hmm. of clientele. And then we've had others where. Crickets. I don't know. I don't know what it was. And which is why I say I'm not doing it no more. I, I definitely understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from because we used to do that. Yeah. But now I it's think I'm in in an Season. in my field mm-hmm. enough to not do this for free no more. Mm-hmm. I've done my year or two for free speaking. No, I'm not doing it no more. Well, Mama Wild Ben work, said it. She said y'all need to stop doing right. that. Right. Because if I if I speak for free, then that means I'm losing money. We got we have people to pay. I'm losing money from here. Yeah. So no. It's so hard. It's so hard. The thing again, and I imagine this is true for a variety of fields Mm -hmm. um, that what you're and I don't know about college now because we've been out of college, especially undergrad for so long. um, So I don't know how that. Yeah. Yeah. If we in the double digits, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, I don't know what they preach to young people now, but what was told to us and specifically at my school, I was not prepared for what I got into when it came to actually being in the field. No, you know, I was not told that you had to have an advanced degree. I left undergrad thinking I could work with a bachelor's. I'm yeah. telling y'all when I, I learned my senior year, probably about five, six months left. In my undergrad that I had to go because my plan was not to be a therapist. I was going to law school. I was going to medical school. (laughs) And I found out that my plan was not going to work if I didn't go and get my master's degree. Yeah. So I had to go get my master's degree, but I didn't know that I needed to go get my master's degree until I I was like, like I said, my senior year, probably about five or six months left. I was like, wait, what? You mean I was supposed to be applying to what? what? What's going on here? There's not a good pipeline. Right. For many people, I think people who are in at the high school level, they have to remember that these children, because they are children, I don't care what age they are of legalness. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do. They've never done this before, even if they have people in their families and systems that have gone to college there still needs to be an education of how to go to college or how to go to tech Mm -hmm. school or how to go to the military or how to do whatever vocational trade yes Mm -hmm. you know I just happened for me personally I happen to be a bookworm and y'all know I've told you I knew I wanted to be some form of therapist 
at a very young age. When I first started, it was not a mental health therapist. I actually wanted to be a physical therapist mm. because my grandfather was ortho in orthopedics. Like I, that's what I wanted to do at first. So I was like, therapist, that's literally what it says on my laminated piece of paper. And then from there, I realized I don't really like people bodies touching mine. So um, then I wanted to be a massage therapist. I said, that's gross too. That's still touching. And I was like, yes, mental health it is. No touching. No, because people are nasty sometimes. And my mom is in the health and um, beauty industry. So her story sometimes like, oh, they had what? They didn't do what? Like, let me go get a massage. I'm taking a full shower. I done exfoliated. I done lotioned. Like, I'm preparing myself to lay on your table and be blessed. Mm -hmm. yes. I don't want to curse you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to be cleansed. Exactly. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Dang. All right, y'all. So we don't have no questions. Okay, ain't got no so questions this, this, this must have been a good one then. Okay. I'm feeling good. Now, like we always do, do y'all have any um, topics that y'all want us to add to the dockets? Do y'all have any movies that y'all mm. want us to add to? Now, that's not to say we don't have seven billion on the list already. Seven billion. Yes. We can always add more. Yes, yours may actually pop up before. Yes, another one that we uh, are thinking about doing. And even if you don't, uh, if you can't think of a topic and or thank you, Dante, uh, even if you can't think of a topic or movie now, you can always put it in the comments uh, after as well. Don't don't lose your topic or your or your movie because, we, you know, we, we need them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, Dr. Strickland and I, we are we are destined this season to get to do our favorite movie. Okay, we don't know Show when it's going to be, but we're going to do it because we both have the same favorite movie, which is the last. Hold on. <clears throat> Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Am I the meanest? <laughs> Show enough. Am I the prettiest? Show enough. <laughs> Am I the baddest? <laughs> <laughs> so we're definitely going to get that in there. If you missed uh, last week's uh, MMB Live. Uh, the movie for this coming month is Crazy Rich Asian. Um, we're excited. We're also going to have a guest <laughs> lag. Yay! <laughs> uh, be, this makes my heart so Yes, happy. for our shrink wrapped episode, which we haven't had one this year. So we, we're definitely going to do that. And we are, we have some things coming up for October that we are getting together um, under. Dr. J.H.'s thought process. So we do have some good things in the pipeline, but we always want to make sure that we are meeting y'all's needs because without y'all, we just be talking to ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Which, you know. <laughs> what did it make you think? Just talking into like the darkness. It's just like you're just talking like... Of course, like that's where your sitting, brain went. Yeah, like you're just sitting on a stage and there's nobody in the audience and you're just talking. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Is the podcast schedule posted anywhere asking for a friend? You asking for you. Stop lying. 
We are going to work on getting the podcast schedule out. We're trying to figure out the best method for that, mm-hmm. whether it's posting it uh, monthly or just posting it the full year. We'll probably do more monthly than anything, but mm-hmm. we're, anything we're trying to figure it out because we have been known to like pluck <laughs> topic. a topic. <laughs> we're like, ah, last we don't minute. like that mm-hmm. anymore. Or if we record it, we do our pre-recordings. We don't like how it gelled and flow or just it didn't give that unfortunate we're not going to give it to y'all. Yeah. We want to make sure that it's something we can stand by. Even if it is factual, we still want it to be somewhat entertaining as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we can definitely work on that. Thank you for that suggestion. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't even have specific topics, if you have a theme, cause we tried to go with a theme for the mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. So even if you have a theme that you think would be interesting for us to dive into, we can always create the topics based off of that theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether you comment within the live or any of the posts that we do on social media, yeah. um, if something um, pops up in your head at that time, feel free to just add it in there. We'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. Any last thoughts for y'all? Mm. Stop code switching. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Final thoughts for me. More send-offs. Send-offs. Uh, I'm excited for doing uh, a different movie next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely want us to get into trying some, because y'all know we love our black films, Yeah, but there's only so many of them. And we're going to start running out after a little bit, mm-hmm. especially ones that are known. Uh, so I'm excited to be doing something that's uh, mm-hmm. a little outside of our wheelhouse mm-hmm. and presenting that. So yeah, I want to do some interesting things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we do have some other stuff in the works uh, with our brander, <laughs> Black Media. So we are working on those things and have great things to come. Oh, we got a question that just popped up. Hold, hold. Um, Thiesman says, oh, one more question. Are all three ladies accepting new clients? <laughs> Ask you for a friend, LOL. <laughs> so what I'm going to tell you is No. We really are not accepting new clients. However, we do have other people of color and male uh, providers uh, who can meet your needs at Balance Beacon. If you do need that, the phone number is 214-396-6503, as well as our website is www.balancebeacon.com. We are completely booked and full suffocating Can't not, not just full, full over over full mm-hmm. it's a blessing yes we love that people uh, resonate with the three of us that mm-hmm. much and love what we do and the treatment that we mm-hmm. provide yeah. um, and the word of mouth that we get from our clientele is yeah. a beautiful thing and very humbling mm-hmm. um and very um appreciative yeah but we are full. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We I'm like, we, I can't do not another. Yeah. We we had Ooh. many conversations that said, Y'all, I can't. I I don't have another spot. I got about four or five people right now, but I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm scared. It I, I got I've had see. some new people. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't know where y'all gonna fit. So for everybody that is interested in therapy or is already in therapy and maybe you're on hiatus, this is a note for you to take. 
you need to be back with your therapist well before fall Mm -hmm. because fall is the jump start of the busy season. So typically I recommend in the spring, beginning of summer to hop back in because that's where the lull is Mm -hmm. in most uh, mental health practices. Uh, That's when autopilot kind of goes on Mm -hmm. uh, for most practices. When y'all are starting to struggle, everybody is starting to struggle because that's September. Yep. We didn't even get to September. They said it started August in August. First. Yeah. It started said, oh, in August this minute. year. But usually <laughs> yeah. in September, it is like the floodgates come. Well, y'all, tomorrow is September. So it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. It is. But thank you for that question. We yes. really appreciate yeah, that. We appreciate that. Dante did give a suggestion of Double Jeopardy, which is a great movie mm-hmm. um, to okay, definitely a long time. review. Okay. Yeah. So we, w- we will add that to the pot. Look, so I know uh, Dr. J.H. is not going to fly with this, but I'm going to ask the audience and y'all please let me know because y'all know I'm a huge horror fan. Are there any horror films that you guys would like us to do an MMB over? Y'all, and I will just give her the cliff notes. She wants me to spend a night at her house. <laughs> That's what she wants me to do. I friend, do, if you want me to spend a night at your house, you just no, say, hey, friend, let's have a slumber party. I will do an interpretive dance for you of all the scenes in the movie. Can we film it and put it on the social media? Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm saying that on record. Uh, so if there are any, please let us know. Cause oh, that's the one genre we haven't done yet. I gotta pray on that because it made my spirit feel funny. Well, she yeah, knows. we got one <laughs> nightmare on Elm Street. Well, that one ain't scary no more. I know, but, but it's still in the genre. Yeah, don't 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 get on my shine, man. I haven't uh, seen it in so long. Child's but, play, Lord, that one yeah. either. Come on, come on, Dante, with the flood, Danta. Come on now, so, Dante. I'm getting ready to give you an angry face. Hold on, let me. Hold on. Where is it? Okay, there we go. I'm giving you angry on both of these. <laughs> these men said coming up with so many. OMG, any horror movie would be awesome. Thank you. Uh, this is the problem, y'all. <laughs> what we have planned for October is not horror. So that means we would have to move the October mm-hmm. movie to November. Yeah. Which is a great month, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah. I don't care when we do it. So then that means I'm staying Ooh, tonight. the night over. Gallows, that would be good. Over Dr. Strickland House, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm staying summer Saturday too. Okay. <laughs> Where I'm going to stay. We sure. have, hey, we have extra bedroom. We got two bedrooms, you know, because it's just me and my husband <laughs> and our house. So we got two bedrooms. Y'all more than welcome to stay. Well, and I we got will, extra TV so y'all can sleep with the TVs on. And that's nice. where I'll be. with the TV on because some and might come through the TV. I don't want to do that. <laughs> or we can just come stay. I can just come stay at your house. I'm, I know. I'm from the era of watching Hellraiser and stuff like that. So I can't oh. be watching with That'll the TV staying on because Carol Ann comes <laughs> to the light. Like I got, like it's, it's kicking out. <laughs> tonight. It's kicking out. <laughs> Yeah, my, my mama Carol know Ann. I used to love horror movies, but I turned light. about about nineteen twenty. I said, my spirit don't feel well when mm. I watch these. Mm. 
It's because I'm an empath, I think. Well, my well, husband will be calling Dr. Strickland. for me. Yes, because mm-hmm. I've been waiting. Halloween. i just been waiting to like plug that to see if anybody was interested because, you know, I'm a huge horror buff. Just a side I note, have though. a subscription service to Shudder. Of course you so. <laughs> Just a side note, for any of the suggestions that y'all are making, or Dante is making for the horror films, also be considering we're going to have to give it a psych spin so be thinking about that you know mm-hmm. that is true well i can't support the ho- you can't support you're not gonna see the footage <laughs> right we just it's just gonna be so i'm here for Thiesman's uh suggestion us mm-hmm. isn't okay. so bad that actually is a great one yeah that's not do. really horror it's thriller. Yes, yeah, more thriller. But okay. that, but <laughs> you can, already got your plan together. We'd be good. <laughs> I can do that. Okay, so we're, we're going to put for, on record. I, I'm glad you put this emoji because I feel the same way. It'll do. It's a wonderful film, but it'll do. I mean, it's kind of terrifying when you think about it happening in real life. Yes. But y'all know, like, I'm a... You're a slasher queen. Yeah, like, I love... Yeah, your husband don't even like the horror you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that is so true. <laughs> I don't know if I consider people under the stairs horror. Mm. It's more psychological thriller almost. Yeah. I would say that same thing. It's but a good one. I though. do like it along with it's kind of like flowers, flowers in the attic. In, oh my God. I was like, it's kind of like <laughs> a flowers, I have seen in, flowers in the attic. But I think that would be a great. Now that has a lot of psych spin yeah. to it. A lot. We have to do mommy dearest too. Mommy dearest. Oh, mom says she's not going to actually watch the the movie oh she's what? just gonna watch let us. us talk about it yeah okay gotcha now my mom likes mommy dears and flowers in the attic so she would be game for all of those good okay all right well we'll have we'll have some pick chosen by october and we will get the um itinerary together for each month mm-hmm. okay we'll start doing that yes now that we know that that's something that would be of interest to you guys so um we'll have to update you if we change anything yeah <laughs> Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we appreciate you guys want to know up front. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you for your support. Well, y'all know we always end off with a quote. We ain't have one prepared, so I'm just going to surprise these ladies right here. In the words of Forrest Gump, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.